glory to God. Saints of God, I'd like you to have your Bibles ready, to have your notepads ready as I begin to teach on something that the Lord has placed in my heart. So let's have our Bibles ready, notepads ready. To you that is watching online, feel free to actively participate, share your comments, be in response, what is really blessing your heart. And I am very certain, I, 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 I actually, I perceive God moving mightily. I perceive God moving mightily. So today I will be sharing a subject. Today I will be sharing something that I've entitled Guarding Your Heart. And I believe this message is very necessary, especially for such times. It is very, very necessary for us to guard our hearts. Because from what is deposited in our hearts, is what persuades us to act a certain way, is what persuades us to do things a certain way. And so today, my message from the Lord is guarding your heart. I'm going to show you, I'm going to teach you how to guard your heart. I'm also going to teach you what to do to build uh, goodness and the right virtues within you. And so today we're also going to be making reference. Brother, we're going to be drawing our, 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 our message from the parable of the sower. And uh, uh, if you've read it before, it's in Matthew chapter number 13. Uh, we'll, we'll put it up soon, but not just yet. But that's where we'll be drawing our message. So I think that introduction perhaps may have have may have allowed you to settle down a bit so that we can go straight into the word of God. Alright. So, guarding your heart. Guarding your heart. It is necessary that we get to guard our heart. Now, if you have read the parable of the sower, which is in Matthew chapter number 13, this parable highlights different things. But there are three major things it highlights. Number one, it highlights a soul. It highlights that there is a soul. And number two, it highlights that there is a ground. It highlights that there is a ground. And thirdly, it highlights that there is a seed. So there is the ground, the soul, and the seed. And it is very, very necessary to understand these three major things because we as believers may fall in either one, two, or three of those categories. We may either fall as a ground, we may either fall in as a seed, we may either fall in as the soul. But today, my particular attention is where we as believers fall into the category of number one, the sower, and number two, the ground. 
But I'll start with explaining how we fall in the category of the ground. Because that is where my message of guarding your heart comes from. In Proverbs chapter number 4, verse 23, and I'll quickly read that portion of scripture. The Bible in Proverbs chapter number 4 actually encourages, encourages us to guard our hearts. And I'll be reading this scripture. Proverbs chapter number 4 verse 23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows out the issues of life. Another version says, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance, above all that you got, for out of it flows the springs of life. This is a very interesting and a very powerful scripture. Imagine you are told, if there is something that you need to guard above anything else, is your heart. Guard, it says, keep number one keep it and number two guard it above anything else it says guard it with vigilance guard it with all that you have as it says for from it flows the springs of life flows the issues of life flows the issues of life meaning Whatsoever you permit to enter your heart, whatsoever you permit to dwell in your heart, will influence the course of your life. Will influence the course of your life. Because the Bible says, from it flows the issues of life. Now, when we talk about God, I believe you do understand the basic, uh, the basic task of a God. The basic task of a God is to do two major things. Number one, to permit things or permit someone to come in the premises or to restrict or to forbid. So a God permits and restricts. So when the Bible says, guard your heart, you are given the responsibility to permit certain things to come in and restrict and forbid certain things from coming in. Hallelujah. Amen. So, as children of God, as sons of God, as people, not everything should come into your life. One thing, you want, one thing you really get to understand is that so many things want penetration into your life. But not everything should come into your life. Certain things should be restricted. Certain things should be rejected. And you are that guide to actually uh, ensure that the right things come in and other things do not come in. Now, it's very interesting why the Bible says, guard your heart. Do you know that one of the reasons why God destroyed 
the, 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 the inhabitants in the time of Noah is because they had heart troubles. They had heart troubles. The Bible in Genesis chapter number 6, verse 5 says, And God saw the wickedness of man, which was, on, which was great on the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts of his heart were evil continually before the Lord. So the people had a heart trouble. What was permitted in their heart was wrong. So everything that flowed out was wrong. So this is why we need to guard our hearts. I'm trying to explain it slowly so that you can understand where I'm going and so that you can understand the importance of actually guarding your heart. Now, allow us to go a little bit further and explain where, how, and what should we really guard our hearts from. So number one, we're going to look at what we should guard our hearts against. Number one, guard your heart against the enemy. Guard your heart against the enemy. Now, like I previously said, or rather like I said from the beginning of the scripture, or rather of, 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 of the sermon, I talked about how we are going to bring in the parable of the sower and how we are going to explain how the heart is like a ground. Now in the parable of the sower, in the parable of the sower, when you read Matthew chapter number 13, you will observe something. Let me quickly run it with you before we, 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 we show it on the screen. In the parable of the sower, you find out that you find out that there was a sower who once went out and sowed seed. And when this man sowed out his seed, his seed fell on different ground. The Bible says one seed fell on the ways. The Bible also says another seed fell on stony ground. That's what the, that, the Bible also says the seed fell on, on, on a path or on ground that had thorns. And lastly, the Bible also says the seed fell on good ground. So what am I trying to say? What am I trying to bring out and what comparison am I trying to make between our heart and the ground? Your heart is like a ground. Why? Because everything you receive is like a seed. Everything you receive is like a seed. Now a seed the seed that you receive can either work for you or work against you. And that is why you, as a believer, you need to guard your heart from negative seeds. Do you realize how faith is described as like a mustard seed? Because as, as when the working of faith is in operation, it is like a seed. And the Bible says concerning the mustard seed, 
it says, even though it looks small, when it grows, it grows so, so big, bigger than many other trees out there. So just as faith is a seed, there are certain seeds which we should not permit in our lives. Fear is a seed. Just like faith can grow as a mustard seed to produce something, fear, once placed as a seed in your life, can produce something. Once doubt has been placed as a seed in your life, it will also produce something. Hallelujah. So, your heart is a ground. Your heart is a breeding ground that produces something. And so the first thing we are looking at today is guarding your heart against the enemy. Guarding your heart against your enemy. There are two things that we need to do when we are dealing with the enemy. When we are dealing with the enemy, we do understand not his plan is to steal, kill, and destroy. As it is revealed in John 10 verse 10. His plan is to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, if he wants to kill and destroy, he will plant a seed. If he wants to steal, he will, if he wants to steal, he will steal good virtues that you already have. If he wants to kill, if he wants to destroy, he will plant a seed. But if he wants to steal, he will steal virtues that you have. So let's 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 look at Matthew chapter number 13. I want us to read together. Matthew chapter number 13 and we're going to start from verse, verse, maybe verse, verse 2 to 3. Okay. And the Bible actually reads, the Bible actually says, and great multitudes gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat. The whole multitude stood on shore, and verse 3, the Bible says, and he spoke to them many, unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the way, sight, and the fowls came and devoured them. So we're on verse 4. It says some seeds were sown on the side and fowls came and stole them. Meaning, we really need to be careful because there is an enemy that is out there to steal certain things from us. There is an enemy that is out there to steal good things from being produced in our lives. There is an enemy out there that is, 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 is geared up to steal from your destiny. 
And so you've got to ensure not to allow him. You've got to ensure not to allow him. Imagine seed is being put on the ground. It is meant to grow. It is meant to produce something. And then the Bible says birds of the air came and snatched that away. Having nothing. Imagine how it was it, you, you, when you were so young. You had a passion to do medicine. You had a passion maybe to become a scientist. You had a passion to become great in life. You had a passion to, to, to make an orphanage. But as you went up, as you began to grow up, you noticed that you no longer had that desire. It was stolen away. You permitted the enemy to steal away that great desire to open an orphanage. That great desire to do great things in life. And that's why we need to deal with this enemy. When you are guarding your heart, you are guarding the seed that has already been planted in you. You are guarding that you are going far in life. You are guarding that no, nothing will make you change your mind. Nothing will make you compromise. You are guarding the truth that God has revealed concerning you. And that's why you cannot allow the enemy to come and steal something from you. Likewise, in, when you read Matthew chapter number 13, when, when, when you read way uh, scriptures ahead, the Bible reveals to us of a certain parable where, where, where seed was planted. A certain parable where seed was planted. And when seed was planted, the Bible says, while men slept, the enemy came and planted tears. So sometimes the enemy can come, sometimes the enemy can come to plant in your life. To plant negative things. Remember, the, the initial one, he was stealing. But in this one, he is planting. Do not allow the enemy to plant doubt in your life. Do not allow the enemy to plant fear in your life. Do not allow the enemy to plant negative seeds in your life. And that's why you need to be, as a believer, stand firm. The Bible actually reveals how Jesus spoke to Peter and says the enemy actually wants to swift you away as we did. But I've prayed for you. And so to deal with the enemy, you need to have a healthy prayer life. You need to have a very healthy prayer life. Pray that the Lord preserves you. Pray that any agenda that the enemy has concerning your well-being, concerning your life, is disappointed. Have that healthy prayer life. I always get to tell people that flies cannot sit on hot food. As long as you become hot on your prayer life, as long as you become hot on your prayer life, demons will not sit on your life. So guard your heart against the enemy. Number two, not only are we going to guard our hearts against the enemy, we need to guard our hearts against 
circumstances that randomly come. Adverse circumstances that randomly come. We need to guard our hearts against adverse circumstances that randomly come. Let us look at the next scripture. When you see the Bible in verse chapter 5 says, Some fell upon stony places. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth and forthwith they sprang up because they had no deepness of earth. Then verse 6. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. Yeah. So the Bible actually reveals something about this other ground. In this other ground, we see a ground which did not. It was a stony place. It was a ground that, even when the seed was planted, it did not have much root. And so when the sun, when the Bible says that the sun scorched up, um, the sun had, 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 had scorched up and the, it had actually withered away. So because it had no root. Saints of God, there are times you can have great seed within you. But around you, you have rough circumstances. You can have great seed in your life. But your background seems to be very tough. You may believe within yourself that you're going to make it in life. But even though you're saying you're going to make it in life, it seems like you cannot really base that truth on something. Because around you, no one is making it. In your family, no one is making it. In your family, there is persecution. There is sickness. You may say, oh, for me, my marriage is going to be different. But it seems like no one in your family is actually getting married. You may say, no, I want to actually do this, I want to do that. But it seems like circumstances around you are not so favorable. And the Bible actually tells us, it actually shows us that in such moments, we really need to stand firm, regardless. Regardless of the burning sun, regardless of the stones around us, regardless of the hard things that may actually be around us, we need to guard that little seed. We need to ensure that no circumstance moves no circumstance actually affects the seed from germinating. No circumstance affects the seed from rising up. And so, that can only be achieved by the work of the Holy Spirit. That can only be achieved by you saying, God, I know that things are difficult. I know that things are tough. But I'm going to trust in you. 
You're going to sing. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall with your power. with farming and even if you know something about farming one thing you'll realize is that there's something that a farmer does before he plants his seeds 
a farmer begins to protect or he begins to prepare the ground and preparation of the ground needs effort preparation of the ground needs work sometimes some trees need to be cut down sometimes some some, some the ground needs to be leveled sometimes the ground needs to be watered it's, you have to prepare that ground sometimes some sticks thorns shrubs have to be removed so that when someone plants a seed it will actually bear fruit in the same way we need to guard ourselves from our own passions in short we need to work on our ground we need to ensure that we have a great ground so conducive to allow the seed of God to grow. We need to ensure we've got a ground so protected, so guarded, that we allow God to move in our lives. Now when we look at our last comparison of the ground in Matthew chapter number 13, we're going to read from verse 7. And the Bible says, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. And some fell amongst thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Saints of God, this is very, very interesting. This is very, very important for you to actually understand. It is important for you to understand that if you have certain passions which are different, which are not in line with God, those passions, when you allow them to grow with the seed of God which is in you, you might not achieve much because passions, wrong passions, might choke God's work. Be that believer that does not short-circuit God's work in your life. Be that believer. For some people, the Bible actually, the Bible, when Jesus was explaining this, the Bible says, such kinds of people are those that receive the word but have worldly passions. They have passions of the world. Be careful with the kind of music you listen to. Be careful with the kind of words you listen to. Be careful with the, with, with the kinds of characters you permit yourself to develop. Be really careful. Be, you must be like a good farmer who identifies a shrub and removes it. Be like a good farmer who identifies that this needs cutting off and he removes it. A farmer cannot say, I found this shrub there, so I'm going to leave it. In the same way, as a believer, do never reach to a point where you say, this is how I am. This is how I am. I always get upset. This is how I am. I'm never patient. This is how I am. I'm just so emotional. No, 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 no. You be like a Father, remove anything that can hinder growth. Remove anything 
but such things struck up me. The good things in life. What am I trying to say? Do not become your own enemy of progress. Of course, yes, you can faithfully, you can successfully deal with the enemy. Well, that's good. If you can deal with circumstances, you can stand strong. That's good. But there's another person you need to deal with, and that's yourself. Guard yourselves. Develop the right emotions. Develop patience. Develop the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Grow it. Because as you do this, you allow great things to flow. Now, just to remind you, why am I saying guard your heart against the enemy? Why am I saying guard your heart against circumstances, adverse circumstances? Why am I saying guard your heart against yourself, against passions? It is because not only are you a ground, but you eventually turn out to be a sore as well. So whatever you've allowed yourself to have, whatever you've allowed yourself to stay in your heart, one thing you have to understand is that you are a mystery. Not only are you a ground, you are a sower. Whatever you allow to dwell and develop in your heart, you will sow it. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart. And it goes on to say, and from it flows the issues of life. From it flows the issues of life. Meaning you become a sower. You become a sower. When you, and, and, and you see, the, 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 the principle of sowing is that whatever you sow, that is what you need. When you're going to sow thoughts,
if you are going to do a personal scan over your life, what have you allowed to grow in your heart? What have you allowed to grow within? My next question is, if you had an opportunity to pour out what is in your heart, if you had an opportunity to paint the world with what is in your heart, would the world be a better place? Or would, be a, would, be, would the world be a place that needs help? So guard your hearts. Finally, the Bible in verse 8 proposes Bible in Matthew chapter 13 verse 8. Let's look at it. It tells us of another kind of ground. It says, but others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. Some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. This is so lovely, saints of God. The Bible reveals to us of another kind of ground, which is a good ground. This is a ground that has been guarded. This is a ground that has been nurtured. This is a ground that has been worked upon. This is a ground that has been cultivated. And the Bible shows us, as long as you have a good ground, there will always be something you will produce. As long as you have a good ground, there will always be something you will yield. That's why the Bible says, some produced a hundredfold, some produced sixtyfold, some produced thirtyfold. So whether hundredfold, whether sixtyfold, whether thirtyfold, there is something you will produce no matter what. And such ground can only be a ground that is good and cultivated. Which is to show you that a ground that is not guarded will not produce anything. A ground that is not heavily guarded will not produce anything. And here is a sad thing about not guarding your ground. Have you observed that the sower when sowing made effort. He made effort. But when he sowed on the wrong ground, the first ground was stolen. When he sowed on the rocky ground, it was it was it was it, it didn't last. When he sowed on the last on, on the third ground which had thorns didn't last. Well, at least for the thorns, it was growing, but then it was choked. Which is to show you, you can make effort. You can make effort. And when you make effort, if you're not careful, and if you don't guard your heart, you cannot 
That is my encouragement to you. Guard your heart.